0: Whoa, okay. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Uh, this is episode eight of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jeremy Dionisio.
1: And I'm Jack Swakowski.
0: And boy, oh boy, do we have an episode for you today. Uh, a jam-packed uh, Mama jamma of an episode uh, where we're going to be recapping two, condom two games that we went to this week.
1: Sort of our version of a doubleheader.
0: That's right. Um... That's how appropriate. Um, A doubleheader is what we did in uh, a span of four days. Um, First one we're going to talk about is uh, Monday, June 11th, uh, Chicago White Sox uh, hosting the Cleveland Indians. And then after that, we're going to be talking about the game that we just came back from, June 14th game, uh, Cedar Rapids Colonels. That's an A-ball team uh, playing at the Kane County Cougars.
1: Yeah, but first, let's let uh, let's get to that White Sox game. Now, the first question Jeremy and I asked ourselves when we arrived at the White Sox game is,
0: why the heck are we here? Yeah, what the so, hell are we doing here, man? So,
1: I'm a Brewers fan, Jeremy's a Cubs fan, and the Brewers were playing the first game of a three-game set uh, against the Cubs in Milwaukee on that night.
0: Yeah, I don't know, like, yeah, that was poor planning
1: it was it was
0: but uh but we, we did were, it for you guys
1: yeah we we did and uh and so you know unbeknownst to seemingly the rest of chicago there was a baseball game going on on the south side yeah uh,
0: exactly it was it was weird man it was I, we were walking up to the uh the stadium and it was like what What's even going? Is there a game today?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it wasn't It was an overcast Monday night. It never rained, yeah. but uh, plenty of uh, uh, light was provided by the smiles from both Rick Renteria and uh, Francisco
0: <laughs> Lindor. Yeah, exactly. They could light up uh, the whole stadium, I guess. Now, <laughs> uh,
1: Jeremy, you mentioned uh, uh, it seemed like being at a game uh, that took place in the 70s. Um, yeah,
0: well, it's just like, um, I'm going to start swearing on, on the podcast from now. That's fine. Okay, yeah. Else. Had you not been swearing? I
1: hadn't noticed. I hadn't been Swear. Okay, so I've been I've been carrying the load, and yeah, that, uh, I've been doing plenty for both of us, probably. Yeah,
0: but I would say like, here's a general feeling about the White Sox: is that um, it? It seems like a game where you could just fuck off mm-hmm. and be at a, at a baseball game. Yeah, like my I think I mentioned it when my dad was at like that Milt Pappas no hitter in the seventies, like. I think it's like the way that the Cubs like going to a Cubs game in the 70s was like you just go and like you you're just drunk and like you you probably shouldn't have a shirt on. It just seems like <laughs> that's like that's that that vibe is still alive I think in in on the south side of Chicago. And like that's one of the things that's fun about going to these White Sox games I think.
1: Yeah, um I mean and we bought once again $5 tickets. We we're, sat we're, wherever we wanted. We're we paying
0: the- 70s prices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, we had prime seats for that game too. I don't think we ever really stopped to acknowledge how good our seats were. Yeah, but we were almost like right behind home plate.
0: Yeah, yeah, we had great, great seats, and uh, yeah, Nary and I was Nary, Nary uh, La- eyelash was batted at us like going down to those seats. No, so, um, now cool. Jeremy.
1: So we, we're both, uh, and we've mentioned him on the podcast before, but we're both great admirers of uh, Gene Honda, who has been a staple at White Sox games since what the late '80s.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure actually when he started, okay. but uh, he's been around for a while. And uh, yeah, so yeah, Jack, you're you're definitely a big fan of Gene Honda. Oh yeah. And um, uh, you know, you you've dabbled in the in the voice uh uh-huh. acting before and stuff uh-huh. and like uh, yeah. So I think he's a good one to aspire to. But uh, yeah, I was gonna ask you if you wanted to do some Gene Honda voices or like yeah, what is your favorite? Who is your favorite uh, White Sox player, past or present? That you like to say in a Gene Honda voice? Okay,
1: yeah, sure. Well, he's actually a guy who played in the game we saw, but he's no longer on the White Sox. Okay. Mine is a. Uh, it would be the left fielder, number fifty-three, Melky Caprera. <laughs> oh boy, we do peaked you, on you, that one. Yeah, well, yeah. Do you uh, do you have do you have one?
0: I got two, and I thought you were gonna take one of mine, uh-huh. so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do two. If you want to do a bonus one, you okay, can. But sure. Mine two are Tam. Anderson.
1: Oh yeah, that's good. I like yeah. that one,
0: and I uh-huh. like Gordon
1: Beckham. <laughs> you know, it's um, just fun to say. He's actually he also does DePaul men's basketball games. Um, I don't know if he still does them. They, <laughs> DePaul may have gotten too cheap to hire Gene Honda. But when they played at the Rosemont Horizon or the Allstate Arena or whatever, he uh, he used to do them, and uh, he had this kind of this gimmick where uh, when a DePaul player would get two shots, um, uh, free throws, mm-hmm. he would go. Uh, at the line Billy Garrett jr. for two shots um, <laughs> which I thought was kind of his own thing nice. uh, which, I like was, that. which was nice um, he doesn't seem like the typical uh, basketball public address announcer sure you know but yeah he, uh, you know he does a good job and uh, it's always a, it's always a treat to hear him at the games um, uh, so we uh, Jeremy and I um, we, had, we had had problems with the scorecards at the first game. Now, yeah, I don't know if the White Sox listened to our podcast or they listened to Jeremy's uh, complaint to yeah. the uh, fucking ticket hustler who called him up a, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But anyway, it was almost like they sarcastically gave <laughs> us uh, really large scorecards. Yeah,
0: I'm finding that a lot of these things that we're trying to this is like baseball respect that we're trying to will that we keep coming back to is like getting thrown back at us in a sarcastic response, like karmically, universe. The universe is throwing us this like karmically sarcastic response. to... <laughs> the things we're trying to will as true baseball fans. <laughs> yeah, well, this
1: this scorecard looked look like it'd be uh, Andre the Giant could have used it. Yeah, um, it was it was massive. And Jeremy and I actually had brought uh, a couple of uh, small clipboards, which yeah, Jeremy yeah, picked up.
0: So let's yeah, yeah. So okay, just real quick as a recap, we went to that first White Sox game, um, and if you if you if you haven't heard this, go back to episode one and check it out. But it, it's the great uh, guaranteed rate field score uh, card controversy. Mm-hmm. We showed up and they didn't they don't sell the scorecards anymore. We had to buy we 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 had to buy the programs, which had a scorecard in it, but it was a generic scorecard. And then we went to the customer relations booth and we actually they had like press box scorecards that they that they gave us um, that had everything we need, but it was on like a flimsy sheet of, of you know computer paper. So we we kind of made the amendment that like, okay, we need to buy um, mini mini clipboards, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so we bought these mini clipboards. Show up at the game, ask for the scorecards, and she's like, "Oh yes, I got the perfect. I, I just got some right now." And she handed us this goddamn—it's not even eleven by seventeen; it's like eighteen by twenty-four, like cardstock. Yeah, it's huge.
1: It, it is huge, and actually, she had just given one to somebody who was up at the booth right before us, right, or whatever. Yeah. So, and uh, and those things, those obviously were not it, are not being given to the press box people. So those those are being not. printed specifically <laughs> for people who want scorecards. Yeah. So um, pains we, in the asses. Yeah, we we can't. Yeah, we can't be the only people who are asking about those. No. So obviously, there has been some kind of response, and I would bet. That uh, next year they will just bring scorecards back.
0: Yeah, I would. I would hope so. Yeah, maybe at the All Star break, maybe they got to get their stuff, their template together or mm-hmm. something. Right. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that was yeah that was pretty goofy. But we were able to make it work essentially. I used the back of my my. Uh, um, like I had to wait till like the fourth inning until I got deep enough into the piece of paper to be able to write on it uh-huh. on my clipboard. So I was using the back of my clipboard, but it, we made it through. And actually it is nice to have like a big space to like write this stuff in, but it was just, it's comically large. We'll have to post a picture of it with something uh, to scale. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could probably post it next to a regular scorecard and show just the scale of this big, this giant scorecard. Probably
1: the one we got tonight versus yeah. the Sox yeah, one. Yeah, that'll work. Um, so before we go on, I I, I told Jeremy I was going to mention this and before I forgot. But so as a follow-up to something that we talked about on our last podcast, which is Baseball Bucket List, and we briefly yeah. mentioned the draft. Or we talked a little bit about the MLB draft yep. on the last one. Uh, and so my dad... Uh, went to high school oh, yeah. with a with a first round draft pick, drafted number fifteen overall. Yeah. So I saw him last week, and I asked him about it, and he's like, "That guy." He's like, "I know that guy. That guy was a first round draft pick." Oh. And I was like, "I was like, yeah, yeah. He was drafted fifteenth overall." He's like, yeah, "It wasn't that big of a deal back then." Yeah. So I wonder if the yeah. draft just wasn't that big of a deal.
0: I mean, yeah, he was the kid was probably like, you know, like tilling like his lawn or something, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like right. when he got the call or something. He wasn't like on the couch in front of a, you know, TV with his whole, like... Like, aunt, like second cousin removed, like behind him and stuff. Right, yeah.
1: and people like us watching it on, you know, ML, the MLB Network or wherever. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they televised that. Um, uh, but anyway. Uh, so spe- And speaking of stuff that happened on previous podcasts, Jeremy had bought a Seattle Pilots hat. Yeah. At the at Miller Park when we went to the Brewers game. Uh, so this was the first game that he rocked it at. Um, I yeah. believe. Uh, and yeah. I had my Expos hat on, and we got. Uh, <laughs> it, so we have decided that. Uh, a Seattle Pilots hat is the one thing that will trump a Montreal Expos hat in terms of getting a, uh, attention from yeah, people.
0: Yeah, that's right. It was an all-out baseball respect battle between me and Jack, and I didn't necessarily mean to to evoke that, but like it was. It was like it's the uh, it's the uh, wild card to uh, to to. to Overshadow an Expo's hat.
1: Yeah. So the first, the first uh, time, it, it was some guy who yelled it to you. I think it was at like either a hot dog stand or some kind of.
0: He was working the like the there's like a charity like mm-hmm. um, you can buy like a blind bag like autographed baseball for the White Sox for like yeah. twenty bucks. And uh-huh. I've considered maybe buying one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I would get like Craig Grebeck or something. Or like actually, I wouldn't even be that upset with Craig Grebeck. But you get
1: J.B. Shuck or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um, but he was standing there, and like I was kind of we were kind of I feel like I was walking fast. We are walking to our seats and the guy goes, hey, there's a pilot for (laughs) you. So I was like, yep, hey, how you doing? Uh I feel like on Seinfeld where they're like, hey, the K-man's in town. And he's like, yeah, you got that right. Like, you know, I gotta be ready to do that, like, every time I get a pilot's uh, compliment. But yeah, he's like, hey, there's a pilot for you. Seattle Pilots, yeah. I made that guy's day, so that was cool.
1: Yeah, and then so we got to our seats and then there was this vendor who was like, uh, Seattle Pilots. Yeah,
0: he was like so I <clears throat> I I akin it to like um uh the movie Cabin Boy. If you guys mm-hmm. know Cabin Boy, but like they're all like grizzled like sea captain like sea fairy yeah. men and like yeah, he, this guy looks like, like, okay, again, if you guys go to, um, you know, the White Sox Park uh, and you know the vendors, this this is the guy, he's like kind of a chubby guy. He's got like a scraggly, gross beard and like he looks like a grizzled, like sea captain mm-hmm. and he just walked by and goes, Seattle Pilots.
2: <laughs> so
0: yeah, he, we got that guy. Um, and then, yeah, there was some other, there was another guy who, when I was up uh, getting some food. He he remarked about your expos hat. He
1: did, and I swear to God that did happen. Um oh, I was yeah, losing right. yeah, no, I sure. was losing to Jeremy two nothing at that point. Yeah. Uh, but he yeah, he totally he, he did he did comment on the exposat and actually he came back and he then commented on Jeremy's pilot's hat as well. Yeah, exactly. What a yeah, yeah. horror. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, they, those cancel each other out, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, it was uh, uh, it, it was quite remarkable. And actually, um, you know, at the uh, Cedar Rapids uh, uh, Kane County game tonight, we didn't get any comments on our hats, which was a little
0: disappointing. Yeah, no, we probably would have been more likely like to have a parent say like could you remove that so my son can see you know like you know something like that but um yeah no no compliments there um we were uh so we were in
1: the line of fire um a couple of times once for a t-shirt toss once for a foul ball so uh in a previous episode i had mentioned that i have a thing where i hate t-shirt tosses yeah um and that really Ooh. uh we, we saw it firsthand who
0: doggy did i see it yeah man jack i fell for you man i like um they, they came by with a t-shirt. So we were in the section we were sitting in, um, for most of the game or for the beginning of the game, like the first, like the five rows in front of us were completely empty. And so some guy, like the guy was like throwing t-shirts or whatever. And he, he, um, (coughs) he kind of like was going to aim it for like the group closest to him, but he just like chucked it far behind and it landed like a row in front of us. And man, I could tell, I could, I could see Jack tense up and like he kind of like i could see that ptsd
1: yeah i froze and i wasn't doing a bit like i legitimately (laughs) did not want the uh the t-shirt um
0: yeah it all kind of played out like in in slow motion like i saw him wind up i saw jack like i saw it coming towards us i saw jack Freeze like a deer in the headlights. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We were we were <laughs> talking about the movie It uh, and the car ride to Kane County. I mm-hmm. feel like uh, if I was a character in that movie, Pennywise would just appear and like throw a T-shirt at me, and it would <laughs> it would en- it would engulf me.
0: Yeah, it would turn into like a giant like parachute sized T-shirt, and yeah. it would just like suffocate. Yeah.
1: Yeah um and also though we came very very close to getting a foul ball we probably weren't as close as we were tonight at the Kane county game we'll get to that later but we close calls yeah we came very close to getting one jeremy jeremy would have had a better chance than i did because he was he was on the i was
0: on the aisle i had my i got stuck with i got stuck having my phone in my hand when Mm -hmm. that happened Mm -hmm. and like so the ball's airborne and like i took like a baby step. And then I like, try to put my phone in my pocket. And like, if I was just, if I had the, uh, the, uh, old Hawk twtw, mm-hmm. I could have like, r- 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 like raced over there to, to, to make, try to make a play on it. Yeah.
1: But. You would have had a long way to go, but it would have yeah. been, it would have been possible. Yeah. Um, uh, so
0: it ended up landing in a, in a row in front of this uh, couple mm-hmm. who were, were uh, carrying a sign that said, we're here to see Melky.
1: Yeah, and they. I think they said we miss you. It said we miss you, Melky, as well, or something okay. like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, so I'll. Uh, hey, I'll, I'll. I'm happy with those people getting the ball. Yeah, they um, ended up getting it. Yeah, and actually, like now, I wonder if there are going to be Indians fans who uh, have make a sign that say says we miss you, Melky, because yeah. I got cut today.
0: Yeah, yeah, Melky um, is uh, back on the market, I guess.
1: <laughs> um. So uh, we we so the Sox they played the Indians and. Yep. uh they, Jeremy remarked that there were uh, back-to-back steroid guys. Yeah, in the it's, lineup. Always,
0: it's always nice. Let me pull up my scorecard. Yeah, here. it's always nice when you can uh, have uh, back-to-back steroids guys. Yeah. you know, you you want to get them. Uh, yeah, so we had batting against like right behind each other, so they don't uh, pitch around one of them.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So we had uh, uh, Yonder Alonso batting fifth. Cabrera was batting sixth. He was the DH. Yep. Um. Uh. And and so actually, uh, Melky didn't have too bad of a game. He walked twice. He went 0 for two. Um, but it was, uh, you know, the game itself actually was, was fairly unremarkable. The Indians just kind of bullied the White Sox to a 4 nothing win.
0: I mean, it's a classic White Sox game, at least when we go to them. Yeah. Uh, just pretty much blown out. Yeah, that, uh, what was it? The, um fourth inning there it kind of blew open a little bit it,
1: it did um uh, yeah so let's uh let's talk about the Indians and Sox a little bit here uh Carrasco Car- Carlos Carrasco pitched for the Indians now in the previous podcast i had remarked that it looked like Kluber was going to be due to pitch for this game, but uh, that ended up being a uh, hashtag fake news. Yeah. Um. Somehow <laughs> Kluber ended up pitching on Sunday, so we uh, we saw Carrasco and he had a brilliant outing. He went seven innings, just two hits, no runs. And yeah. He struck out eleven.
0: Yeah. No, that was good. I I had the at the game that I went uh uh in Minnesota. Uh, without Jack, um, Carrasco pitched that game too. And I was a little bummed to see back-to-back Carrasco because he, he got rocked in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was cool to see him kind of uh, bounce back and have not only like a Carrasco-type game, like like he's you know established that he can do, but he had an exceptional game, I would say.
1: Yeah, and you know, Giolito was actually pitching. Yeah, <clears throat> so Lucas Giolito started for the White Sox, and he was actually uh, pitching quite well for the most part. He, he went three oh, and two-thirds... Yeah. Sorry. Scoreless.
0: Just I was just lamenting how you know, how how the wheels came off. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I mean he went he went three and two thirds scoreless and then uh then he just he walked two guys in that fourth inning and they just uh with two outs and they just made him pay.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, man, I'm looking at the scorecard. The Sox got two hits, and they all happen in one inning.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. We got Davidson taking the golden sombrero. He took a uh sombrero. He took an O for four. Uh, and Jeremy, right, right, when you saw the lineup, you remarked about the uh, mighty outfield of Tilson, Engel, and Polka.
0: Yeah, not the first time it's happened, not the last, and uh, not the best either. Like, I mean, no. It's hard to get excited about that. Yeah. that outfield, I feel I'd say. And
1: Polka was my pick to click. I feel like every time I watch him on TV, he either hits a triple or a home run. But he took an O for five with three strikeouts and a P five.
0: Yeah, not 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 the best for Polka. No, no. Um, so. He wasn't doing the polka. No, polka. no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to make a comment about the polka as well. Yeah. Um, you know, being from Wisconsin, that's a big thing there. Uh, but um, we we did manage, uh, so Tito did manage to get Ali in the game. He got Oliver Perez in there. You, you got oh, to God. wonder if maybe him and Dusty were texting during the game or something. And, and you know, Dusty Baker just suggested that. But, uh, you I- know...
0: If it weren't for like Oliver Perez, I feel like the the pitcher we'd be talking about is Zach McAllister, who's who's been around, who's been kind of like toiling on in, on the Indians for several years now, out of the rotation.
1: Yeah. So Jeremy um, and I actually went to a game in 2015. Uh, uh, it was Indians versus Cubs. It was a makeup game. That was the day we did the full legue where we saw Cubs and Sox in the same <laughs> day. Right. And uh, yeah, McAllister is actually the guy who gave up the walk off home run to Bryant in that game. Yeah. Um, and he was uh, in my me and my dad's. 2014 stratomatic season he's actually also on the indians so i haven't actually looked at him on baseball reference but i mean
0: he was a starter for a couple years before he he got demoted to the bullpen and he's just been toiling in the bullpen for like three years now yeah
1: and you know you wonder because it doesn't seem like the guy's ever actually been particularly good yeah he
0: was like serviceable at the beginning Mm -hmm. but like i mean clearly not good enough to stick in the rotation no um clearly totally fine with just being in the bullpen, I guess. Yeah, and you know I think the most (laughs)
1: remarkable thing about Zach McAllister is that, you know, uh, there's no uh, there's no second C in his name. It's just Mick and then an A. Alistair, yeah. M- yeah, Mick Alistair. So this
0: is Alistair Cook from Masterpiece Theatre. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna explain that. I'm just gonna move on. Yeah. Um, but Oliver Perez. I mean, that's awesome. Like, uh-huh. you know, hey, this might be the only time. This might be the last time we see Oliver Perez. Who knows? Probably not. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we, ho- we hope. We yeah, hope. Yeah, we- I know.
1: But, no. That guy's um, been
0: around. That guy, actually, so they showed, I think it was him, they showed all of his teams. He would have been a great guy to play for baseball resume, but yeah, I feel like he kind of ruined it. He, yeah, he,
1: yeah that they did. I mean, you know, he's been on, what, the Diamondbacks, the uh, uh, Pirates, the, Pirates, uh, the, the, the Nationals, Nationals, the Mets, the Met. uh, well, now <laughs> the Indians. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's been on a ton of teams. Uh, we also, you know, I'm looking at the guys who came in for the Sox here. Uh, you know, yeah. they have a couple of guys like uh, uh, Luis Abilan. And, uh, you know, Bruce Rondon, um, mm-hmm. you know, even Nate Jones, if he gets healthy, a couple more guys now in the bullpen that they can trade oh, yeah. uh, at the trading deadline if these guys don't do bad.
0: No, for sure. And um, yeah, like I actually, uh, fantasy uh, team alert, be careful, a couple mm-hmm. of years if you don't want to hear me talk about my fantasy team, but huh? um, I signed Jace Fry, mm-hmm. who like is kind of turning into their setup guy. And I think once, when all said is and done, he's going to be closing for them because they're going to trade Soria and Nate Jones mm-hmm. this year. So mm-hmm. uh, we're on a Jace Fry alert as the uh, future closer of the White Sox. I think
1: <laughs> we also saw uh, Kevin, our boy Kevin Smith,
0: Kevan Smith. Yeah, um, Snoochie uh, Boochies.
1: Yeah, yeah he uh he, he came in hitting a blistering what was he in about 476 oh yeah he had in some kind of crazy
0: numbers he like yeah. had
1: like multi
0: hits in each of the games he, he's played he or was something. seven
1: for 16 coming yeah. into the game and he he went one for three in the game we saw with a single and uh f963 for his other two at
0: bats he's here to stay
1: yeah he, well he might be he actually uh, when I was watching the game this afternoon before he came to pick me up he was uh two for two at one point I Jesus. think he, I think he made out his last at bat but okay. uh, yeah I mean the guys uh the guys just getting hit hits right now
0: yeah I am yeah I've turned over this whole new leaf with Kevin Smith is that uh I can like make Kevin Smith qu- references like I can yell out Kevin Smith movie quotes or whatever, oh, at least yeah. the, the, the the uh, uh safer work ones uh-huh. so um I yelled uh, I said I'm not even supposed to be here today that's like, right. I don't I think anyone, that. you didn't even get I that, didn't even, so. I don't even really get
1: it. No. <laughs> I'm uh,
0: entertaining myself here, folks. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm, I know what movie that's from. I just, yeah. it didn't register with me that like Kevin Smith was, was batting <laughs> or making a play or whatever it was yeah. at the time.
0: So I look forward to more of those. I'll, I'll think of some more, like I'll, I'll get into the dogmas and the mm. Jay and Silent Bob, uh, strike back. Certainly. Um, yeah. One, one more guy we saw for the White Sox was Hector Santiago. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, Did he start with the Sox or the? Well,
1: so uh, uh, according to his baseball card, this is why I know this. So I think he started with the Angels. He was on the Angels for a couple of years, but he was actually originally drafted by the White Sox in like the thirtieth round. Okay. So I thought that was really interesting um, that the Sox got him back. It's one of those things where it's like the organization was probably familiar with him from you know scouting him and you know the time he probably spent in the minor leagues there. Uh, So they're like, all right, well let's let's get this guy back. We'll take a flyer on him. Yeah. Um, I, I wanna Did he? So did he play? With anybody between the Angels and the White he Sox, he was on though? the
0: Twins last year. Oh, okay, I think.
1: so yeah, that probably it, the, re- the mm-hmm. reason. Oh, no, think? no,
0: go ahead. The reason why I bring up Hector Santiago is, um I don't know if we ever talked about this, but he's a huge like sports memorabilia collector. Apparently. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so uh, in a previous life, Jack and I dabbled with uh, some sports memorabilia uh, uh, projects, um, yeah, that creative projects, and like I was thinking like he would be a cool guy to like you know try to reach out to like. Yeah. Yeah, th- yeah, apparently he's got, like, a huge collection or something. So wow, I think he's cool. from New Jersey, too, if okay. I'm not
1: mistaken. Uh, but, um, so another guy I was actually happy to see in the—well, I don't know if I, if I to say I was happy to see him, but a guy, a guy I, I remarked upon seeing was uh, Jan Gomes. Um, oh, yeah. I think the entire world kind of thought Jan Gomes was uh, finished. After his uh, piss poor at bat in uh, Game Seven of the 2016 World Series when Chapman was reeling, that was really a key uh, a key strikeout there. I remember because uh, yeah. Coco Crisp had singled and it was like that was kind of their chance to get to Chapman before uh, before the inning ended. And Gomes ended up he got up two zero on him uh, on Chapman, and then he ended up striking out. Uh, but I think I think after the 2014 season they had signed him to a long term deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, or which is probably maybe due to expire this year or next year. I'm not sure, yeah. but uh, that's probably why he's still on the team. Um, that's one of the reasons Luke Roy had rejected a trade to the Indians. Uh, but he was in the game and he actually hit a really key double um, uh, in the fourth inning. He was that scored two runs. He got a two-run double yeah. and that kind of put that kind of put the Sox away.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Jack, I want you to ask me what my name is and then ask me where I'm from. Okay, after I answer that. Yeah. Uh, what's your name? My name is Jan Gomes. Uh, and where are you from? I'm from Sao Paulo, Brazil. But now I live in Knoxville, Tennessee.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's <laughs> definitely sort of an uh, incongruous uh, place of re- <laughs> residence for a, a guy like that.
0: Yeah, Jan Gomes, born in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and he lives in Knoxville. It for doesn't some make s-
1: Maybe he had a stop in the miners there and he just really liked it. I fell in love with Knoxville. <laughs> It, and, you know, maybe it's uh, maybe it's like uh, he's married, and his wife
0: um, they lives have there. The best Brazilian food <laughs> <laughs> I've had since my days in Sao Paulo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe we we don't know. We we'll, we might never find out. But um, no. But uh, if someone lives in Knoxville, like you know, swing by his house and find out for us. I yeah, yeah. Let
1: let us know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there was, um, yeah,
0: one, I got another thing. Yeah. I got another thing. Yeah. Jack, tell me if this inspires you, would inspire you as an athlete, this chant. Okay. Here it mm-hmm. goes. White Sox baseball. <laughs> White Sox baseball. <laughs>
1: what do you think? The the thing I liked about that is, is usually when somebody is that loud yeah. with a chant, yeah. Uh, there, there'll be like at least one or two other people <laughs> who'll try to get in on it. This guy was yeah. like by himself for about 30
0: seconds. Really trying, trying to-, to make it happen. Yeah. Well, you just heard my clap, my like whimpery clap. I'm trying to keep down here because it's, it's late right. in your apartment while we're recording yeah. this, but... That was actually what it sounded like in the stadium as well. That yeah. lone, sad clap. Yes, and so,
1: so yeah, there was there was a guy who was actually chanting White Sox baseball. Now,
0: these is, are is the kind of chants you hear at a White Sox game. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um. I, I mean, the chant is obviously supposed to be "Let's go
0: White Sox." He was doing or it for anything. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, any, or anything. Go go else. White Sox. I mean, yeah. Any like "Let's go, Abreu" or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's chanting of what he's at. It's like. <laughs> I'm at a baseball game. Or like, I mean, this is the most generic. I mean, that's. I kind of would like to
1: try to start a chant like that. Like, you know, like
0: Cougars
1: baseball. Yeah.
0: yeah if Could we get even more generic than that? Like yeah. ma- Major League Baseball. <laughs> Pro ball entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> affiliated baseball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Go to an independent game, an yeah. in indie baseball. <laughs> oh man, I mean this is yeah, this is good stuff. But whatever. yeah, yeah, White Sox baseball. That was in the top of the fourth inning too. That was <laughs> <laughs> in the game. It was early on. Um, there,
1: there was plenty of uh, vendor drama that we got to witness. Yeah. I feel like part of the the like having the small crowds at the White Sox <laughs> games is you do get to pick up on that little stuff that you might not, yeah. you know, pick up in the in the commotion of like a, a game at Wrigley Field. Yeah, for um, sure. So we were right next to some some vendors <laughs> who were having some real problems.
0: Yeah, we we got like we we saw through the the looking glass so, like into the the back world of the vendors and like, you know I we've we thought about like these things about like, um you know who gets like how does how does how does how do vendors work basically like you see guys like carrying around Budweiser they're carrying around Goose Island or uh, Twizzlers or Cracker Jacks or whatever, um and, like. I see like the stations where the guys get like their full trays of of Budweisers, but you don't. I know ne- I never really knew how it worked or whatever. But we caught a moment where uh, these two guys. There's this crabby beer guy who works at the Cubs and the White Sox. I mean, he looks like I don't know a dad from a 1970s sitcom or something. Yeah, like,
1: he's a he's a big he's a big tall. Um, <clears throat> loud gray haired uh gentleman.
0: Yeah, he kind of looks like that eagle from the Muppets or from Sesame Street. Yeah, that that's blue a really good eagle t- guy. And he kind
1: of carries himself like that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At least in terms of the other vendors He's there. Very stiff. Yeah, and so we've actually seen him at a, a uh, a, a game before uh, where he yelled at one of the other vendors. Yeah, um,
0: for being in a section. Yeah,
1: so it must have been two guys who had the. He he must have had like a Budweiser or whatever, and another guy had Budweiser, yeah. and they were in the same section.
0: Right. That's like that's one thing that we've picked up on heading into the game is like they don't they don't like the overlap on on turf, I guess. No,
1: and so that so in that game, the guy was like what are you doing here? Like, what are you even doing here? Or whatever. (laughs) And so, so that guy um, in the game we went to on Monday, he, uh, he was like, uh, you know, yeah, I thought, I I thought I was going to be one of two guys on bud. Now there's six guys out there.
0: Yeah. He's like, he came up to another vendor, like, like, like venting. And he's like, I'm done. I'm done with him. Yeah. I'm done. He told me that it was going to just be me and another guy on Bud. And then I turn around and there's six more guys on Bud. Yeah. And then the, the other guy goes like, I was wondering why you took Bud. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, never again.
1: Yep. Never again. And he went, that's all she wrote. <laughs> that's so all she I wrote. wonder if, did, like, if he left for the night or something. I uh I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: no. I, I think it was probably a hollow prom- yeah. promise. Yeah. He said, I'm done after tonight. I yeah. I have that written down too.
1: I do, I do, yeah, so we'll we'll hold him to that, because I'm sure we'll see him again if we oh, go yeah. to another game. for sure we will. But, um, I, uh, uh, uh yeah, um, uh, so there, this
0: guy, uh... There was another one, there was another situation. Yeah,
1: yeah, th- there was. Well, didn't you, didn't you run into that guy one time at a Cubs game, and, like, you, you tried to, like, say something to him, but yeah, he was just kind of a, a he, jerk he to you? he was a
0: jerk, like, um, I was sitting in some seats that, uh... Uh, I was told by the people who who, uh, I got the seats from, like, hey, you know, our guy Bob, uh, that might be his real name, Mm -hmm. Uh, like, you know, we got Bob, our beer guy, and, like, I don't know, I think he was just, like, he was dismissive of of us or something, he rubbed me the wrong way, I forgot what happened, but, like, well, actually, I remember, I think that that guy was, like, I was sitting on the aisle once, and he was, like, Making some transaction and he was kind of shoving his like tray in my face, and I mm-hmm. actually had to like put my hand up and like push it back. Yeah. Like, but the guy seems like kind of like a jerk.
1: Yeah. yeah. I feel like he was, he's one of those guys. If, if it was like your first day of work, he like wouldn't be nice to you. At yeah. Exactly. All, you yeah. Know? He would
0: try to intimidate you to like run you out or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 He's the guy you would be afraid of. Um,
0: yeah. uh, so, so yeah. But there was one more thing yeah. with, with the, with the beer guys. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. Um, it was later on in the game, but, uh, I can't remember now if it was the same guy. No, it was I think it was different mm-hmm. guys, but one guy came up to another guy and he's like, "I'll take as many uh lights as you got." Um cuz he needed, I don't know, he had one or something, he wanted more and he's like, uh he wanted to like trade this guy for Bud lights, I guess, or yeah. something. And the guy's like, he like he he said like, "How many do you need?" He's like, "I'll take as many as you can." And then he's like, "No, no, I'm not trading." Like he's like, "I'll sell them to you." give me 20 bucks and I'll give you two of them. And like, they were $9 each. Yeah. So it's like, so he was, the beer vendor was going to sell the other guy, two beers for 20 bucks, like for a dollar markup. And then the guy just like walked away. Cause he was pissed because he wasn't going to trade them or whatever. Right. And then the, the second guy who was approached, he's like, what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's going on with these beer vendors. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's interesting. Like, yeah, I mean, Look, 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 we're talking about white. We went to White Taxi and we We're talking about beer vendors. So that's yeah. how that that's, gives you an idea of the, the product on the field. But like, there are things going on with these beer, like these vendors, and like. You know, no one is scratching... Like, it doesn't bubble over into the other side, but we we were... I don't know. We had an inside look at... I don't know what it was about our section, but...
1: No, I wonder what the lowest rung of, like, selling stuff is. Is it, right. like, you know... Uh, is it Cracker Jack? Jeremy couldn't find Cracker Jack. He yeah, wanted Cracker Jack, and he couldn't find it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a whole other thing. Yeah, and
1: I think we went to a gas station, too, and you still couldn't
0: find Cracker... Like, tonight, we went I to one, I swear 100. I've seen Cracker Jack at, like, a Seven Eleven or something. Yeah. Like, I don't even... I don't even want the damn thing anymore, but, like, I had a (laughs) craving for Cracker Jack, and they had, like, caramel corn. I didn't want – I just wanted Cracker Jack, but Uh um, anyway, uh, yeah, um, but we were talking about this. Like, that guy, the, like, alpha dog, like, Mm -hmm. jerk beer guy, like, he seems like he pulls rank on everyone. And, like, he he gets – he probably picks, like, whatever beer sells the best. Mm -hmm. And then you can kind of tell, actually, like, the younger guys have – some of the crappier stuff like yes. like the the licorice rope mm-hmm. or whatever I have to think it's the licorice rope, um and the like whatever like the the, the sweets tray. yeah like even though people are buying that maybe like lemon chill
1: yeah lemon chill um you I know. mean I imagine a lot of people probably buy bottled water um and like <laughs> hot dogs are probably pretty popular yeah uh but yeah I was because I saw the licorice ropes uh. Uh, was it tonight or were they at Well tonight the guy yeah. had him and he
0: was swinging him around like a lasso. Yeah, that's lasso. right.
1: Yeah, but I imagine that would be close to the bottom
0: the bottom rung. I would think so. I mean just in general like those they sell but certainly not as much as beer. No. And there's no little kids don't get the concept of tipping which we can get it well that'll come up later on yeah maybe Count it's Cougars not game. just little kids who don't get <laughs> uh, it there,
1: there was one really cool old timer who remarked on both of our hats uh, Yeah, and he he actually mentioned well first of all he mentioned that he remembered the first ever seattle pilots game listening
0: to it on a radio yeah in carbondale so i think he was in college at uh, southern illinois yeah or something. yeah 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 he's like oh hey, pilots I remember, I remember listening to the first game on the radio. They played the White Sox and they beat them. Yeah, and he you know, was like still
1: bitter about this yeah. game that happened 50 years ago. Yeah, yeah, he on wasn't too day. happy about it. No.
0: Um, and then he was like, and then he's like, "I like your hat too." And talking to Jack wearing the Expos hat, he's like, "Yeah, I went to both of those stadiums. Yeah, uh, yeah, old Jerry Park, the one that was made out of all steel, and then Olympic Stadium." And then he gave like this disgusted look. He's like, Ugh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like that one, um, and I was gonna say like, oh man, I'd love to get to again. We mentioned it last week. I'd love to get a game, get to a game in Olympic Stadium, yeah. and I. Did, and I I couldn't I couldn't uh, explain to him the uh the intricacies of like wanting to see a stadium even though it was bad right. like cuz he w- I don't think he would have gotten on board with that. Right. So I almost said it but I was like, "Oh, I just didn't say anything." I'm like, yeah. "That's cool that you went to those." Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, but the fact that uh this guy had been to both of those stadiums is really cool see, because it seems like the guy's like, you know, a lifelong Illinois resident or at least yeah. he's lived here a really long time if he went to college in Carbondale back in 1969.
0: And he was at a White Sox game. Right? Yeah,
1: it, yeah, and he was at a White, Sox game, uh, but, but you know the fact that he had made two separate trips to Montreal to see baseball games. There yeah, is pretty, is pretty cool. That is cool.
0: That is yeah. cool. Yeah, I know that, this guy should be on the podcast right now. He but, should. Uh, you know, he 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 disappeared like a like a ship in the night. I guess. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, or like Bert Lancaster in Field of Dreams or uh, something uh, like that. Um, Chisholm, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we um th- th- also we we had been wondering. What happened to our uh, our boy who uh, who is the MC for all of the uh, the
0: goings on yeah. at, yeah.
1: at the at White Sox game? We all know it
0: used to be Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we miss you, Bailey. Yeah. If you're listening. <laughs> See, Bailey. <laughs> um, and uh, then it was taken over by this guy. Uh, we don't know his name. Oh, no, says his name, but I, it's not it's not sticking with yeah, us. Yeah, we'll anything.
1: have to we'll have to try to find Eric it. Or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. We actually saw this guy one time. Uh, at, it was after we went to a game we got we had we, we were going to a bar uh, on the yeah. north side by our house but Yeah. we were walking down uh, uh, Irving, Park. Irving Park and yeah. we st- we passed the guy but like it was it wasn't until he had basically passed us that we realized it was him he yeah. was, he was probably coming home from the game yeah yeah. Um, uh, but he, you know, he didn't look like he was in a particularly good mood. No, no. He was just walking home.
0: He was wearing a White Sox jacket, though. He was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this MC guy, the guy yeah, who hosts all the in-between cost- contests. Uh, yeah, we, like, because it was weird because we, like, um, I think we, I drive, sometimes I'll drive to the Green Line and um, take the Green Line in. And we, I think we did that. We took the Green Line, got in the car, drove back up to Irving Park. And then saw this guy coming yeah. back. We crossed paths with him. Like, we saw him, like, a half block down wearing his, like, uh, his white socks jacket. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the guy. Yeah. And we were, like, we contemplated for a good two minutes about going back to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't. Yeah. Um, and we I, You did know, not. I
1: kind of regret that now. Maybe there'll be another opportunity. But that guy also does, not to bring up DePaul basketball <laughs> twice in one podcast, yeah. but he also was, like, briefly the MC for games there. And he yeah. would do stuff there, and they would dress him up in, like, a a a blue like demon tuxedo um it was like man he uh i I guess the guy's just like a professional he's probably an actor but he he does these mc gigs uh but they made him do they're not giving him much to work with this year uh if we're being honest
0: i i don't know if uh brooks boyer is still in the promotions for the white Sox, but they got to come up with some better between innings uh Promotions.
1: Yeah, there was this one promotion they did where they basically had three kids playing a, a home run derby video game. But they yeah. they they had them just they filmed them like uh, looking I'm, at their cell phones yeah. and playing on their cell phones. But they didn't even show the game on the screen. I don't they? know if
0: they were trying to show it. Yeah, they showed kind of like an interface of what the game maybe looks like. But like it was cut off on the screen mm-hmm. so basically we're just sitting there looking at this sc- we in the audience are sitting there looking at uh three teenage boys on their phones like flicking something on their phones and it's yeah like, this is this is what i paid even five dollars to see it five dollars was an outrage to pay to see this like i could you know look at this like in front of any high school or something yeah
1: yeah i mean you know hey i'm on board with uh you know trying to name a bunch of dog breeds and then seeing how many dog breeds a player can name yeah. or, uh, you know, doing a, a trivia question, what number did such and such wear? I mean, and they didn't even do any of those. Yeah. Like those are, e- those are home runs. Every time. Where's the know?
0: Adam Eaton video where he's trying to name teams and he couldn't even name the diamondbacks, the team that he had just come from, <laughs> you know, that happened a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was, that was, that was great. Very visually stimulating. Um, one thing really quick, to talk about to get back on the field stuff, we, you you touched on uh, Francisco Lindor. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that we thought was pretty cool, and I want to actually want to get back to the whole Mister Smile thing, mm-hmm. but we can talk about this really quick. Um, was that uh, Lindor between innings? Uh, after the Indians would come off the field, he would stand uh, out in front of the dugout and, like, high-five everyone who came back into the dugout. Yeah. So it's, like, sign of a true captain. Like, this is a guy – this is why he's, like, considered, like, the face of the Indians. Like, he's, like – I don't know if he's the official captain of the Indians, but, like, he's the leader of that team because he's out there, like, giving high-fives to all the players. Like, it was very cool. Like y-
1: Yeah, and you figure – he does it every inning. And, yeah. Uh, you know, to do that over 162-game grind is, yeah. uh, is is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and that's another thing too where it's like you can't do that if you suck yeah you can't you can't make a move like that so he's uh you know obviously he's got it it takes a little swagger to do that as well which i like but um also you know he seems like a really positive teammate and i'm sure guys just love playing with him
0: yeah for sure Um, um it was it was cool to see um and you know and you know a well liked guy um his nickname is mr smile
1: yeah and so so i was i you know we were we were thinking that you know Rick Renteria, obviously, his his nickname is Ricky Sunshine, aka
0: Smiling Rick. Uh, so <laughs> I could think the only thing that could make Ricky Renteria stop smiling is to hear that. Francisco Lindor's nickname is Mr. Smile. He's encroaching on his smile territory.
1: He is. It was almost like that ballpark was not big enough for the both of them that yeah, night. Um, I, I and can I'm,
0: imagine there's some bad blood there. Yeah. For
1: sure. I, you know, I'm surprised Renteria didn't see, like, Lindor, like, doing the high-five thing, and then he started jumping out after the inning. Yeah, and, like, he's,
0: like, looking over his shoulder. And he's like, hey, 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 come on, guys, here, high-five, high-five. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh, I don't know. I'll get into it now. I, I was, I want, I've been waiting for the right moment to just launch into Ricky Renteria a little uh-huh. bit. Like... As a Cubs fan, um, is one of those things where, like, listen, I felt bad for Ricky Renteria when they when they let him go. But, like, there were actually some fans who were like, you can't get rid of Ricky Renteria, like, for this Joe Madden guy. Like, he's, you know, he's leading the team. It's like, give me a freaking break. Like, if you have a chance to hire Joe Madden when they had a chance to hire him, you throw anyone out, like, for that. Like, they owed Ricky Renteria nothing. They, they He got paid that year that they got rid of him. Um, you know, I – I liked the concept of, like, hey, he's, like, leading the Cubs back. You know, he's, like, kind of grooming these young guys. But first of all, Dale Swaim had just done that for three years, and they, it got them nowhere. Um, and, like, the script changed. Things happened. Like, players got better quicker. So, like, yeah, Ricky, you got to go. Um, but, you know, I was going to say – here, here's an ex- and like and I can't I can't stand how just smiley he is. He's just like smiles about everything. It's like it's not everything is not great. Like the Cubs were horrible. There's no reason to smile about this White Sox team. They're bad. Mm-hmm. They're worse than they were last year. And like it's it, it's not gonna get better. Like it's gonna still be bad before it gets good again. And like he's just a smiling goofball. And like here's here's a here's to what end that he's such a goof is that he doesn't even know what his name is. Like, is he rich – he was Rich Renteria for years, and then he decided to be Rick Renteria. It's like, wait, how do you just – how do you, as an adult person, like, decide, like, oh, you know, that's not my name anymore. Like, they were, they've were been calling me the wrong name for for, for years. Uh, I, I'm going to change it. I, it reminds me of – sorry, I'm going on here. But um, it, there was a kid in my grade school um, – who showed up? It was like fourth or fifth grade or whatever. He showed up in the middle of the year, and like as a grade schooler, like whenever someone new came, like it was always weird. Like, but usually it happened on the first day of school. Like there'd be a new kid in class, and like you wouldn't know who you, you would like have to get to know him or whatever. But this kid showed up in the middle of the class, and like he's like, "Hi, my name's Nick." And then we were, we were okay. Oh, okay, this kid's is Nick. And then like halfway during the day, he's like, uh, "No, actually, my name's Frank." And we're like, what? So, like, your name is Frank, or was it Nick? What is it? So, like, I called him Nick Frank. Uh-huh. And, you know, and, like, it, this is a big deal to get over, like, as a fourth grader. Like, you know, your whole world is rocked by this Nick Frank kid. Yeah. And then the next day, he just didn't show up. He was just gone after one day. Weird. <laughs> it was very weird. But um, this, this reminds me of the Ricky Renteria thing. It's like yeah. Rich Renteria, Rick Renteria. I get it that, like, uh, you know, his... You know, I'm not sure what his – I don't know if it's, like, Ricardo or something. Right. But, like – and, like, I guess that could be Rich. But, like, I don't know. Whatever. This guy's a goofball. Anyway. Yeah. There was only two minutes on Rick Venturia.
1: Well, yeah. First of all, uh, you know, Nick Frank um, – who knows, man? Maybe that was Nick Franklin. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you've met him a long time he ago. He was
0: about the size of two Nick Franklins, I'd say. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Well,
1: here's, here's one thing I'll say um, yeah. about that season that Renneria managed the Cubs. Uh, so, you know, that was the 2014 season, which I'm very familiar with because uh, me and my dad are playing a, a strato, full Stratomatic baseball season for that, for that year. And uh, the Cubs actually – so they finished 73-89 and 89 that year. Um, And that was after they traded their two best pitchers. They traded Samarja and Hamill that year. And I think they also traded uh, Emilio Bonifacio, didn't they? Didn't they trade him and James Russell to the Braves? Yeah. So, like, that actually—the Cubs would have been— Maybe a lot better if they had actually. Ke- there was no reason to keep those players. No, no. Um, but they may have actually finished closer to 500 than they did. Yeah. Um. No, I don't know how much that was uh, to do with uh, Renteria. Um, yeah, I really yeah. no. But um. But yeah, that was that was a strange season because it was like I feel like that's kind of a. F- People have just kind of washed that season away. Yeah. It was like when Mike Quaddy was their manager. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they went through a, a whole string of a, you know, a whole slew of guys before they got to Joe Madden. But um, you know, yeah, I, I would generally agree that they don't owe Renteria anything, um, yeah. and he's probably more butthurt about that than he uh, wants to let on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know. There was there was an odd sentiment about getting rid of him, and I you know whatever I you know I guess. The guy was getting paid, so like I don't know, but like I guess if you feel bad for him, whatever, but it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's a no brainer. You 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 get rid of him and you take Joe Madden. But anyway, this is way water under the bridge, but I just wanted to Rag on Ricky one more time.
1: Sure. And uh, not not one more time. I'm sure there will be plenty oh, yeah, of more times sure. here
0: on the pod. Yeah, I'll um, get one in every time we go to a White Sox game.
1: So uh we so that so that pretty much wraps it up for you the know, Sox game. Yeah, right? the
0: only other thing I was gonna say is uh, you know, we were getting ready to leave the ballpark and heard that good old Chicago song. It was a different artist this time. It, it, was, it
1: was, yeah. So they played some cover of it.
0: Yeah. But, uh, you know, they still saw that man who danced with his wife. I feel like that line was prominent. I feel like he repeated it a couple times or yeah. something like that.
1: Yeah. They had the um, time,
0: the time of their life. I saw a man he danced with his yeah, wife. Yeah, it almost
1: sounded like Michael Buble
0: or something. It wasn't. but Oh, I yeah, right. It, it was kind of like a crooner, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, whatever, man. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I you know, that's the White Sox for you, I guess. But, um, uh, so. That brings us to our next game,
1: which was probably about as well attended as the uh, as the White Sox game. There was,
0: was more excitement at this game for sure.
1: There certainly was. So Jeremy and I had some uh, we, we so let's just let's just spell it out uh, plainly here. It is not easy to get to a Kane County Cougars game from
0: Chicago. No, it's it's tough. And there was the one thing that I was dreading about going to this game. Um, you know, it's all the way out in Geneva, Illinois, I guess. Um, uh, it's odd that they're named after the county that they're in and not mm-hmm. the, the town. But, uh, yeah, so it's out there in the west suburbs near Aurora and, like, Nap- It's beyond Naperville. So it's, it's, it's a trek under normal circumstances. But, like, we had a, a start time of 6.30 p.m.,
1: what kind of game starts at 6.30 p.m.? Yeah,
0: I mean, like I was saying to, to Jack, I, I was saying a lot of things in the car. I was very... I wonder if it, it was the most mad you ever saw me, like, with like without flying off the handle. I was just, like, swearing to myself and uh, saying uh, atrocities. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, it's 6.30 is a great time to start a game in the West suburbs if you do not want anyone from Chicago to ever come to your games. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's impossible. We left... At four ten, we yeah, were yeah. We,
1: we left. You got you got here about four oh three. We we probably left about four ten when we really had our stuff together. Yeah, so. and
0: I wanted to. I we, I wanted to leave at three thirty, and I was saying I was thinking like that's ridiculous to leave that early, but like, in, in honesty, we should have left at two thirty. Mm-hmm. Like I had I had some stuff to attend to uh, earlier in the day, so like that was the earliest we could get out. But like yeah, so it ended up like. It was weird. I put in my directions, and it said we were gonna get there at five thirty-seven, which was great because gates were gonna open at five thirty. And then all of a sudden, it just said six twenty-seven. I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" So. It was just uh, the directions were taking us crazy places. Like I feel like we were in like you know the plains state. We were in somewhere in like Nebraska at some point. We we're in like some small town. Like we were driving by like a general store. Yeah. And Jeremy it's like, was like, "Oh, this is bullshit." When like he was, <laughs> he, he was I pointing was it out. pretty <laughs> mad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we yeah. So we got there. Yeah, this guys. This is uh, it. Pains us to admit this, but we got there in the bottom of the first inning.
1: Yeah, talk about a party foul. We did our best, um, yeah. But there was nothing we could do. No. We just yeah, we got screwed. That was one of the first times. Yeah, I, that was the first time Jeremy and I have ever gone to a game together where we yeah. didn't see first pitch.
0: Damn it! I promise it'll be the 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 last. The, the
1: last. Um, well, here's the thing too. We we uh, we kind of got screwed because we did get up to the stadium at about like six twenty three ish. Yeah. But then there was all that all that stadium traffic. getting into the parking lot. I
0: mean, this, like, it was probably harder to, to park the car here than it would have been at any White Sox game. Yes. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's normal. People are like coming in to park. But, like, yeah, it took us, like, a good, like, 10 minutes to just get through that. And, uh,. So we walked in at yeah we were we walked in for the second batter of the bottom of the first yeah so we years. did we did
1: see Jazz Chisholm uh, get his first at bat um, yeah. so before we walked into the stadium though there was uh, uh, okay so so we might as well get into this now. But uh so we were there. Jeremy and I were, were mainly there to see uh top prospect Royce
0: Lewis. Yeah. Uh, number play. one draft pick of the Minnesota Twins last year in twenty seventeen.
1: Yeah, you know, and it's not it's not every uh it's not every year you're gonna get the chance. Jeremy and I are gonna get the chance to see uh the the number one overall draft pick yeah. play in the Midwest league.
0: Yeah, yeah. So like we saw that he was coming through and we were like, Yeah, we gotta we gotta see this one.
1: And that was basically our number one reason to to, to go to that game, yeah. but we uh, we concluded that it was definitely not everybody else's number one reason yeah, to of go course. there.
0: In this in this ever ongoing storyline of us being like uber baseball nerds and having to deal with the casual baseball uh, game attendee, we were trying to think of like the other reason like the main reasons why people were at this game, forcing us to be late, essentially. Yeah.
1: So so we came up with a, a top. Five reasons why uh, people were there were not there to see uh, Royce Lewis. Yeah, what,
0: what what they were there for um, to see.
1: And so one of the things that may have screwed us as far as attendance. So just to get it out there, the attend the announced uh, crowd for this game was eight thousand fourteen, which for yeah. a low A game is a lot of people. Yeah, um, for That's sure. probably how many people were at the Sox game on Monday night. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of those people were probably there to get the. Uh, Wilson Contreras bobblehead that they were giving away
0: there's a Wilson Contreras bobblehead we were remarking how I think it's kind of funny that the the King County Cougars who are now an uh, Arizona Diamondbacks affiliate uh when Wilson was on the team they were a Cubs affiliate um and they know they know where their bread is buttered like most of these people are Cubs fans they were like during the seventh inning stretch they were like rude, rude for the Cubbies uh there were a lot of Cubs uh shirts and uh, jerseys in the audience in the crowd um and, uh, yeah, so I thought it was kind of funny that they were giving away a Wilson Contreras bobblehead. But, um, yeah, that was, you know, that was one of the, the reasons why they may have been at the game.
1: The bo- the bobblehead looked really cool, too. Yeah. Um, obviously, it looked just like Contreras, but he was in his catcher's uh, gear. Um, yeah. He had the catcher's mask off, and, obviously.
0: And listen, and uh, another obvious thing, listen, King County Cougars people, I know you guys are out there listening. You heard, you heard how he raked the White Sox over the coals. You know, you you don't want that to happen to us. So maybe maybe send us a couple Wilson Contreras bobbleheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would not be opposed to that. I got a great collection that it would look with, look good with. I have the Kyle Schwarber bobblehead. You got a couple laying around? Just send them over. You know, raindelaypod at gmail.com. Yeah, or, or give away a few more
1: next time. They only gave away fifteen hundred. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which 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 really is not which really is not a
0: lot. You know, they could have gave away. Five thousand. We probably still to We miss you know, We probably. We would have still missed it. Yeah, but you guys got a couple more laying around. You know. Yeah, come on.
1: Yeah. Or start your games at, at seven p.m. Ooh. Okay. There yes. we go. See. Yeah, that's... Maybe, maybe that's, that's going that's, too far. That's a tip but, of the iceberg, guys. Yeah. yeah. It could get worse. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Anyway. Um. So anyway, we did not. Uh, we committed another cardinal sin of of, of uh, going to games. We went to a bobblehead night and did not get the bobblehead.
0: Yeah, I know that that's def- that's a low for me because like I'm I'm getting at those games. Too early. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Jeremy goes to he tries to go to every bobblehead game for the Cubs every I do. year, right? I've
0: been to every bobblehead game for the la- last like eight years mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I don't know.
1: So that that should describe to you the dire situation <laughs> we were in to yeah. to start this game. Um, and actually in the in the uh, top of the first, we missed a Royce Lewis double, which yeah, was unfortunate. I know
0: we we were relieved to see that they hadn't scored, and mm-hmm. it, it, it happened so fast that we thought that like. They probably went one, two, three. So it's like, okay, we missed Lewis, but we didn't we didn't miss him do anything. And then I, you know, we look and he had doubled. So, right. Um, what so, was cool is that he doubled in the in his second at bat, and I could just imagine that it was probably about the same. Yeah,
1: yeah. He what he really ripped uh, the first at bat. We saw him and he really ripped one to uh, yeah.
0: uh left in the left field gap. But we digress. Let's get back to this top yes. five. So uh, Wilson so, Contreras bobblehead number one, number two, fireworks night. Fire. It was fireworks night. Jack and I have been to many fireworks nights and we've stayed for a grand total of zero. Of fireworks. zero.
1: We we stayed for this one only because we were trying to figure out how we might be able to get autographs at the yeah. end of the game. Yeah. Um, which- which, which turned out to be nothing nothing really doing. No, uh, no. It was a... Yeah, we can get into that. We'll get into that a little Jack, later. Jack,
0: would you ever sit and watch the fireworks? So
1: here's the thing about fireworks. I hate fireworks. Okay. I don't <laughs> like... Fi- fireworks are like number two as far as like, you know, it's t-shirt tosses and then fireworks. Okay, fair th- enough. They're boring. And t t-shirt tosses, fireworks, and parades. Uh, I don't like, I don't like parades either. I would never, I would never like stand and watch a parade. You don't love
0: a parade. No, I,
1: I, yeah, I, I pray for rain when parades happen. Okay, fair uh, enough.
0: yeah. I like fireworks, and I, I do enjoy watching fireworks. I was, when I went to, uh, the Cincinnati Reds game, they had a pretty damn, uh, fun fireworks show. I like the fireworks. I went to the Twins game with my girlfriend. We enjoyed the fireworks at that game, but, uh. Yeah, I don't know. You're not gonna see me and Jack sitting in the dark watching fireworks. No, always.
1: no, and I could see how it would be like a romantic uh, thing to watch fireworks. Yeah. But it's like to me, it's just the same, the same thing every time. You know. You know
0: what's fun? This here's a pro tip for fireworks. Try naming them. Name oh. the name what you see. Look at the firework. See what uh like emotion it evokes in you and trying to name it based on that. It's it's maybe a new wrinkle to firework watching that you're you're not exploring. Um
1: oh, I I I cannot name one what's what's the name of one firework?
0: Uh there was one uh we I was watching with some friends a couple uh years ago and we called it the cham- champagne chandelier.
1: Okay, so is this names you've come up with? Oh yeah, yeah, you make oh, up Oh, yeah, you,
0: na- you make up your own name. Yeah, I thought yeah, they
1: yeah. had specific like names for different kind of explosions.
0: No, the whistling witch no oh okay <laughs> those were okay. a real firework but they were a ground-based firework that whistled like a witch
1: okay uh anyway so that's number two is fireworks night yeah number three is dollar dog night
0: not only do- dollar dog but dollar soda and i think dollar beer too was it dollar beer was that why the beers were so they looked really small they were tiny yeah
1: uh yeah i was gonna say well i would have maybe uh indulged in one or two but you a i like- should have got one yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Well, I, I was thinking, like, you know, maybe it would have been fun to indulge a little bit, but like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have wanted to have to pee like the whole ride home. Yeah, right. Know? And um, what if we
0: got Royce Lewis's autograph and he smelled beer on us?
1: Yeah, right. He would be so, so disappointed. Well,
0: he's nineteen, so he'd be like, man, I wish I could have some of that beer. Yeah, right. <laughs> like,
1: okay, Royce, here you go. Take a sip. Yeah, right. Uh, think. What do you think, little guy? Send him on a downward spiral.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> his baseball career. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, wow. So, because. So when we first got there, it seemed like there were more people packing the vending stands uh, than there were actually sitting watching the game. The lines were crazy. Yeah, they yeah. were. And actually, that's kind of how it seemed for the whole game.
0: Yeah, I was able to, I picked a good spot to go get my, my food. Um, mm-hmm. I got right in and right out, but uh, but that was like, what, the sixth inning or something. Yeah. I wasn't even like considering going up there earlier than that.
1: Yeah, Jeremy, you got some dogs,
0: right? I got some dogs and yeah. then some. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't. Did you want to disclose? Uh, oh yeah, sure. Okay. Four big ones. Four dogs. <laughs> they I got actually four look. Dogs. They actually look kind
1: of small. To be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, they
0: were not too bad. Like, yeah. but like, um, I don't know. They're everything you want. Like, sure. in, a, in a dog, the, the, it took me a while to get used to it. But uh, like, the first one was like I was trying to, to suss it out. But like, they were perfect dogs. Especially for a dollar, I think I just ate four because they were a dollar. Because they were a dollar, yeah. I had four, like so, four dollars, four dogs, four dollars. I think one dog at Wrigley is like six bucks or mm-hmm. something. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I was just eating for the say for the value.
1: Well, I, no, I noticed that when they when so the first two you got from the vendor who was yeah. very popular because he was doing a hot
0: dog. Yeah, thing. Not, almost almost in the vein of that that guy who blew his whose neck blew up.
1: Yes, actually, I thought that was that was him. Actually, yeah, I know. For I a know. Second, it, maybe
0: that's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> he's the dad of that 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 punk.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and this guy was also balancing the hot dog, like, uh, cooler case or whatever on his head. Yeah, that
0: that made it into the Instagram. So um, mm-hmm. uh, we've been – I've been able to – I've been doing that thing where you can save the, uh, the like, the stories. You can save it onto the profile. So I've been saving them all, and, like, they're all labeled by game. So I'll go ahead and I'll save all of the ones from tonight. So you'll be able to go to Rain Delay Pod on Instagram and see, see these uh, snaps – or not snaps, but uh, Instagram stories. Um but he was walking around. Yeah, he had that on his head. And, like, we're really digressing here, but there were this group of, like, wild kids behind us. And, like, every time the guy would walk by and say, ah, dogs, the kids would be like, ah, dogs. Yeah,
1: it was cute at first, but yeah. then
0: it became uh, a little much. It was cute, like, for the hot, duh. And uh-huh.
1: then, like,
0: <laughs> like, from the very first time they said it, and then, like, the ogs. To every time after that it was not cute
1: yeah the parents should have kind of reined that in a little bit
0: but yeah I uh, guess they are they're outnumbered those kids like are running that show yeah there, there were I like
1: th- our section was like half little kids there was like 15 kids yeah I don't know what was going on there but oh it, it was a birthday party because we'll, we'll get to that oh we'll, that's right we'll yeah. get to that later but <laughs> yeah, right. um but anyway so yeah Jeremy when you bought those dogs from that guy though I noticed that he only gave you two little mustard packets like that didn't seem like enough mustard at all so for two hot dogs here's
0: the thing okay let's talk about this tippin no tippin pippin uh, or, or, yeah tippin jeremy uh-huh listen i had four i, I rolled up with four dollars cash in my pocket um i did i did go to the atm at one point and get 20 bucks but i was keeping that in case i needed to in case i was going to make an offer to someone to buy their wilson Contreras bobblehead yeah. so i needed that 20 intact um so I only had, and then I bought scorecards, so those were two bucks. So I had two bucks cash in my pocket, <coughs> excuse me, and I wanted hot dogs, but I didn't want to get one, and, like, so I got the, I got two from this guy, and I didn't tip him. And that's just the way it is, and, like, I felt bad about it. I was talking about it, like, a, an inning afterwards, um, but... Uh, you know, he also threw. Yeah, he threw me two small packets of of mustard, and like they were not enough. I, did you watch me like squeeze them out onto the thing? Yeah, I, I saw a little bit. I was wringing yeah. the hell out of those packs, yeah. trying to get every last drop, and I needed it. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: I the the other two that I got from the stands, I loaded them up nice with uh, with onions and mustard, and uh, I put some pickles on there and some jalapenos. And like quite quite honestly those hot dogs are just better with just mustard and mm-hmm. like the first round that it, it was actually just enough i don't know it was a uh, i don't know i it wasn't bad like i could have used more but if i had more i would have put too much on mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. maybe that guy was onto something I, I owe that guy a dollar i
1: think uh, yeah <laughs> yeah I'll i think to... his i think his name was joe he was doing a good job <laughs> yeah. so joe yeah. we uh you know we'll 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 send a dollar to the Kane county cougars hot and, dog uh, joe. with your name yeah hot dog joe uh, so that so that was reason number 3. I think maybe reason number 4 would have been uh, the chance for the fans to actually dance the YMCA during the first pitching change because that was into that. That was legit going on.
0: Yeah, that that's uh, they're carrying that over from Wrigley Field from that Wrigley also Field. that got onto the uh, Instagram stories. Actually I did a nice little zoom in on the do 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 it's fun to stay at the YMCA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So check that out on, on the Instagram stories. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Did we ever come up with five? I don't, I don't know. I feel like five was, was Royce Lewis, but then we're like, he's probably not even five.
1: No, no, he's probably there's I probably don't know. some other. So maybe funnel cakes or for those funnel cakes look good. A lot of people had funnel cakes there. Funnel did you cake see? Is did good. you see the funnel I did, cakes? I did see those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. those did look good. Um, So Jeremy and I, we mentioned that uh, there was a very
0: close call with a, uh, a foul ball. Yeah, we had another. This one was even. This oh, was yeah. the closest. This was right by us. Yeah, it was so weird. Okay, so like, I mean, it's it's not even like. Uh, it's weird. It, it's silly for us to even describe it, but it came up. It was a like a, a right-handed batter was was up. Yeah, we were sitting between home. We were sitting pretty much behind home plate, on just to the right of home plate. Mm-hmm. And a guy like popped it up, and it went straight in the air, as like an up the elevator shoot, like uh, like uh, pop up, and it went up there really high, and like whenever football comes to you, you're like, Oh, watch out, you know, but it's usually never near you. And then it came up and it was like, nah, it looks like it's going to land like a section to our left. And then it was just like up. And then it was just kind of coming down and we we're like, wait, this is coming. It's like at some point on its descent, we we're like, no, it's coming right at us. Yes. Like, so it landed two people over from us, essentially. Yeah. One and a half people over from us. And like from me specifically. And, um, yeah, you know, I don't know if I I could have tried to reach in there for it, but this mother was coming down. Yeah, hard.
1: I mean, it must have been hit realistically about 75 feet in the air at yeah. least. Um it was <laughs> yeah. really high and yeah. it picked up a ton of speed as it was coming down. Yep, yep, uh it was n- it was not a ball that you would uh want to try to barehand. No. Um
0: so what ended up happening was there was a couple in front of us. Uh, an older, like a middle-aged couple, whatever, and like it ended up coming down and she let it go. She kind of made a, a ha- like a half-hearted play for it, and it came down and it smacked real hard on the aluminum yeah. uh, bleachers, <clears throat> but it, I think it, it, she said it clipped like her hand on the way down, so she kind of went for it, but kind of not really, yeah. and uh, she got it. It kind of landed on the bleachers and just kind of plopped right there. It didn't, there was no ricochet, which was another thing I was afraid of. Yeah. Um, like I would have had to climb over people to get it, but for as much as I want a foul ball I probably should have like made a more earnest attempt for it right. but like it was pretty fast. it was pretty fast
1: Yeah yeah um it was coming down fast and also there's uh you, you, I think we had talked about this on a previous podcast but there's there's that moment when you're watching a, a ball in the air and it's a home run and yeah. there's that moment of realization where you realize it's not going to come down before the fence is there so you know you right. realize it's going to go over the fence The trajectory this yeah uh, you can see the trajectory and this was kind of a similar thing where at a certain point the ball was in the air and it like it kind of sliced and just there was that moment of realization where we we knew it was going to come down right right
0: at us. Yeah.
1: Now the weird thing about these seats at Kane County is they're not like regular seats that kind of like fold down and you know you can you can sit on them. there. Those are and, the box
0: seats. Yeah. Oh, so the
1: box seats are like that. Yeah. Those so, red ones, like two. In sure. Front of us. Yeah. Okay. Are the bleacher seats? So we were in like the bleacher seats. Yeah. Um So there wasn't there wasn't any room to go anywhere. So if that if that pop fly would have come down <laughs> yeah. right on us, um, it would have just we would have had to absorb it with our body. Yeah, you have something. to make the play. Yeah, you would have had to make the play. Um, so anyway, this lady got it, and uh, and good for her because she she stood her ground with yeah. it, um, and she tried to get it. Um, yeah, she earned it. And so after she got it, these these kids <laughs> that were behind us started yeah, screaming, "Give it to him! It's his birthday! Yeah, give it here! Give it here! Give it yeah. him! Give it to him!" You know, I wish I could have gotten that ball <laughs> so I could have turned around and either a just said no. Like I've waited my whole life to get a foul ball. No, I'm not gonna give it to you. Or done like a Joey Vado and be like, wait, wh- whose birthday is it? Him? And then like pretended I was gonna throw it and then been like, no, no, I'm sure the parents would have loved that. But you know what? Fuck that. Fuck them. Like I'll I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep the ball. It's like it's my oh, yeah. it's my right
0: to keep it. Those so. kids were insufferable. Like, yes. I, yeah. You should. I. It would have been nice to be like you know what, kids, if you would have zipped the lip a little bit yeah. and saved my eardrums, maybe I would have given you the ball. Actually, I wouldn't have, but, yeah. you know, maybe I would have. Uh, but, uh, you know, you're a little hellions, so uh, I'm going to keep it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> But that was a, that was a cool uh, yeah. c- close call to a foul ball. Jeremy and I then began talking about, well, I wonder when, eventually we're going to get a foul ball.
0: It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, we were thinking about it. Like, I think, like, you know, going to Cubs games, especially where I sit at Cubs games, like, the odds—I'm putting myself squarely against the odds of getting a foul ball. But like, if we keep going to these minor league games, like it, it'll happen one of these days. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I gotta start bringing my mitt. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, we talked about that. Like we're carrying all this stuff, especially at the damn White Sox games. We're carrying a friggin' clipboard in because yeah. we have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You if, know, if you if you see two guys coming up to the gate at at uh, White Sox Park with clipboards, it's it's me and Jack.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, well, and now that the scorecard looks like that, uh, you know, that joke where a guy will have, like, a scroll of paper, and then it'll just, like, yeah, roll, exactly. roll down about 100 yards, like, yeah. that's what the scorecards look like, so, you know, we're carrying a lot of stuff, it's hard to have a mid-two, but uh, it might man, it might not be a bad idea to bring one in the future. Yeah,
0: we're gonna have to do that, and, the, you know, okay, so we should have talked about this before that, before this, uh, our close call, but there was a guy who um, made a feeble, feeble play attempt. Whatever you want to call it, at a foul ball uh, yeah. earlier in the game, and I was really letting this guy have it to Jack.
1: Yeah, he uh, Jeremy said some things that uh, would Ooh. absolutely get us flagged. Uh, yeah, by, uh, for this podcast awesome. uh, the, that vilest, the vilest,
0: the stuff. Yeah, yeah just imagine. some
1: of the wor- very worst stuff but, uh, <laughs> about but, this guy.
0: He was sitting in like the luxury boxes. Yeah, the lug-
1: so he was sitting in the. You know, he's probably got city hands, been counting money his whole life, <laughs> as they'd say in Jaws. But, but yeah, he was up in the luxury box. It
0: was a very similar situation where it, it was like. High in the air and it's coming down right at him and like it was he was sitting right at the corner so like he he was sitting like at the corner of like a balcony so there's nowhere else to go like there was no one to his left um and like he he had no nothing else to do but make the play on it and what did he do he had like some kind of like book or something with him like and he used it he like swatted it away like you were swatting away like a fly yeah it was just pathetic it's like Man, like, I was afraid of this ball coming at me. I'll be honest. Like, I was afraid. But if I if it was coming down right above me, I would put my hands up. I, or, like, I would try to do something. Like, I wouldn't swat it away. I don't know. I, I don't think I would do that. I know that we talk about all the, like, we talk big game. And it's like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. But, like, man, I, I like to think that if it was coming directly in front of me. This was two people over from me, which I still could have made the play. Right in front of me. Man, he's, and he's there just swatted it away. It's not
1: like there was a lot of competition for his ball either. No. It was like just him and one other dude who were kind of sitting there. But also, I will say about that one is that it wasn't it wasn't nearly hit hit nearly as high yeah. as the one. So yeah. it was kind of like and a, he was higher up too. Yeah, it was similar to actually the Abreu ball that, that you may have been able to get at the White Sox game. Yeah. Um, so that you know that one might have actually you know again we talk a big game, but that that <laughs> yeah. one looked like it was maybe possible to make a play on it with yeah. your bare hand. Uh, but, yeah, this guy didn't do it. I don't think he ended up with the ball, though, did he? Like, the guy no. sitting next to him ended up getting it or something?
0: I don't even know if it bounced away from them completely. No. I think it bounced, like, it hit, like, wherever, and then it went over, like, the back of the the, the, the top of the roof or something. I don't yeah. know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But well, that's,
1: that's yeah. kind of one thing, though, that's odd. I had never seen a uh, minor league stadium with luxury boxes. So yeah. that was a first for me. Yeah,
0: I guess so, yeah. Um, yeah anyway um you know and me, who, who who knows if you guys were at the game maybe you saw us and you saw me cowering and you know grabbing Jack's shirt or something I don't know but I, I think that we <laughs> there were you know, we were we were in line to make a play if, there were if a, we had to
1: a couple of other oddballs at the game there was a there was a guy sitting behind us who was uh kind of dropping some priceless uh lines
0: <laughs> well it was very funny like um you know and then yeah this whole like you know this I feel like this is something you see at a white sox game where like the guys coming off the field having just given up six runs and, uh, you know, the, the people cheer for him. It's like – I hate that. That drives me nuts so, so much, like, when a guy, like, gets shelled and, like, people still cheer for him. It's like, don't cheer for him. Like, even if you don't want to boo him, like – what are you cheering for him for? You think you're making him feel better or something? Yeah, that, like, that
1: happened at that Lansing game <laughs> that we saw too. When that pitcher uh, last year, that pitcher just got shelled. He got removed yeah. in about the second inning, and yeah. you know, people people clapped for him. Yeah, uh, you know, on. it's like I mean, hey, you know, I, I get that he's a person with feelings, but the guy's playing professional ball. He's getting paid, you know. Um, yeah. you don't have to. You don't have to cheer for him. Yeah, you
0: could just not do anything. Right. And so, so <laughs> these people were cheering for. They were cheering, and then the guy muttered to himself why are we cheering for this guy he gave up six runs <laughs> yeah and, and and then his wife said thank you for the or like thank you for the six runs you gave up or something <laughs> they were kind of funny yeah yeah i feel like the, the husband was like explaining to the wife like like certain things about baseball he was explaining batting average and stuff yeah um so I thought that was funny, but, uh, but yeah, like he, he had some other kind of funny gems. Yeah. Too.
1: Actually, well, this one was when you were, um, I think you were out getting, uh, uh oh, yeah. the dogs, okay. but, um, he, uh, so it was the, the top of an, an inning. And so the, uh, uh, Cedar Rapids was at, uh, not, not Cedar Rapids. Yeah. Cedar Rapids. Uh, yeah. so they were at bat and, um, uh, his wife started chanting, let's go Cougars. And then the guy <laughs> said, why are you cheering for that? We can't even do anything right now. We're just pitching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like that that's yeah. really
2: <laughs>
0: i like that that's good he um this is there... sage-like advice from a grizzled baseball it veteran. was I,
1: I never actually got a look at that guy i just heard his voice i know um, i'm kind of glad that true. i didn't yeah
0: i have an image in my mind of him mm-hmm. and it's kind of like what jack morris looks like right now like with like white hair and like a goatee and yeah. like glasses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what i pictured him like but uh yeah, we. I don't think. Yeah, I no. never acknowledged like what he looked like. He
1: was explaining batting average too, because the uh, his wife said um, uh, two ninety five. Some guy was batting two ninety five. She's like, I don't know what that means. So then he, he started explaining batting average to her. Mm-hmm. Initially, when he was explaining it to her, he'd be like, uh, he he said, so uh, you know, if a guy went two for two, that meaning he, he he was batting five hundred. And then like, <laughs> okay. and then uh, I I I almost wanted to just turn around and correct him, but then he got it right. He didn't realize he just misspoke. Uh, But then he actually, um, so (coughs) the wife was like, she saw the guy's average is 295. She's like, well, that guy's not doing very good. And then he explained (laughs) to her, like, you know, the average baseball player strives to hit 300. Yeah, he
0: said the the exact sentence, like... Baseball players strive to hit 300. Yeah,
1: yeah, which is, uh, you know, which is true. Yeah, um, yeah, but sure. uh, I guess I guess that's something to uh, remark upon is that, you know, we're such big baseball fans, and, uh, you know, for us, we know that hitting 300 is the holy grail of a, a player's career. If he mm-hmm. ends his career with a 300 average, that's great. You know, the best players, only the best players hit 300. Um, but, you know, for, the, for someone who hasn't really watched baseball uh, a lot, um, it might seem to them that, like, you know, making an out every 7 out of every time 10 times you come to bat wouldn't be good.
0: Right, exactly, yeah. Well, I like that whole, like, analogy that they say, like, um, if you just hit – if you just get a hit three times in every 10 at-bats, like, you're a Hall of Famer or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, all it takes is 3 out of 10 shots, like, to, to – to, make it to be considered, like, a Hall of Fame yeah. type of player. I think that's a cool analogy.
1: It is. Um, uh, it is. Uh, and, you know, it makes you feel better about, like, uh, other things in life when you, like, think about how how much failure there is in
0: baseball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, these guys are failing seven out of ten times. Yeah,
1: and they still, I mean, and that's and still good. That's, that's really great. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that guy was funny, and there was also a guy in front of us who was uh, a little bit annoying who thought he was funny. We, oh, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, what was your nickname for
0: him? Well, I dubbed him the avuncular... B- The avuncular banker. (laughs) Yeah, he looked like uh, a banker. Yeah, and I was trying to think of, like, what else does he kind of look like? But I couldn't think of it. Like, maybe like a a motorboat salesman or something like he was just like a suburban like dad well
1: he had he had one of those faces um i kept trying to think of what actor he looked like um it's gonna maybe but he didn't really look like an actor he just looked like somebody from central casting yeah or like somebody you know who would who would be like a small role
0: in something well it's funny okay so we looked up i just we wanted to double check that avuncular was the right uh, mm-hmm. adjective to use. And, and it was like, what was it? Like lighthearted, uh, genial. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like, it was like hearted in an, uh, an uncle sort of
0: way. Yeah. It's, it's so it's, it was hearted like, uh, whatever, jovial, but referring to an uncle, which was yeah. weird. It's like, I, I had no, like I knew what it, I was, I was basically right on like what I thought it meant, but I had no idea that it was specifically attributed to an uncle. No. Um. How many, how many like, um, Adjectives are specifically attributed to like a a tertiary family member. (laughs) I don't know. It's weird. It's like aunt, aunt aunt-like, or something like yeah, something like that. Avuncular. Yeah.
1: Um. And well, so this guy, you know, he kind of maybe thought he was like the yeah. uncle of everybody in his section. Cause yeah. he was like standing up. And at one point he stood up right in front of me and I couldn't see the batter. Yeah. And, and he was to... talking
0: to some guy, like there was someone down our row who like knew him and he's like, yeah. Oh, Hey, how you doing? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then at one point somebody, a couple rows in front of him threw him a hot dog. Uh Did you see that? No. Yeah. So, like, I guess maybe he's, like, a season ticket holder. Yeah, well, Um, these
0: people, yeah, these people knew each other, but it's like, okay, that's great that you know each other, but you're not sitting next to each other. You're not even in the same row. Right. Like, go take it, take it to the concourse. Yeah. This guy was just turned around, standing there like a dope, like, not realizing what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's like, get out of here, dude. Yeah. Like, you, you know what I was thinking about this guy? It's like, it's like... He's one of those guys where they're like, "Oh, that Jim, he's a real riot." Yep. Like, and he's not. He's right. just annoying. Mm-hmm. That's who this guy was. Yeah. funcular the banker.
1: There was a competition at the end, or a game at the end of at the oh, end yeah. of the game, where people would throw like numbered tennis balls onto a field, onto the field, and try to hit like this uh, circle this circle of tarp yeah. um uh and you know if, if you got if you got the ball in the circle you would uh you would win a prize but this guy had one of those balls but the, the moment i realized that he had one of those balls was because like one of the ladies with him like just like reached into his pocket like unbeknownst to him and like just took the ball out but it's like don't oh, don't, don't reach into this guy's like pocket like it's like this is a it it, it looked uh you know uh, obscene um <laughs> you know well and i, I you know um it brings
0: him back to his college his wild college days yeah or
1: yeah i was <laughs> like no, it, it was kind of off-putting he
0: probably had a joy buzzer in there or something yeah this guy. <laughs> what a riot what a riot this guy was yeah what a yeah sit down
1: a, a million laughs yeah. um so we uh, we might as well actually talk about the game a little bit since we did we did yeah. take in a baseball game. Uh, I there were a lot of prospects again, so we yeah. we lucked out.
0: It was the it was it was the driving force for us to come down yes. there, like for sure, like Royce Lewis. But then when you look at the. Um, the MLB pipeline, like top thirty rankings for these teams, there was a there was a good amount of guys that that were worth seeing. There for were, sure.
1: and the guy who really stole the show was Alex Kirilov.
0: Yeah, Alex Kiriloff, Um first round draft pick in twenty sixteen. Yeah. I think it was sixteen, and you said fifteenth or sixteenth overall. It was like fifteenth overall, I think. Yeah, yeah. and so. The reason why he's still in A-ball is because he missed all of 2017 with an injury, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, he did get hurt, I think, yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame that his development has been delayed a year, because this guy was, like, rocking it. He was killing it in the game, and, like, you know, at this point, he might be, like, sniffing the majors already if he had another year under his belt. But this guy was, he was looking really good, and, of course, he's pitching against uh, A-ball competition, but, like like with Austin Beck, like what we were saying seeing with him is like he's not long for for class A ball. no
1: no not at all he'll he'll get promoted probably within the next month i yeah. I, I think he ended the game uh at probably a, with a 327 average or thereabouts yeah. um i mean he had four hits i think he was 4 for 6 4 for uh, 6
0: two homers yeah. two singles uh four
1: RBIs yeah one of his home runs was to uh left center that was his first home run yeah. um and his second home run was off of a lefty uh, a complete moonshot. Yeah, he's, um, he's a lefty.
0: Yeah, he's lefty batter. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's a lefty batter. Um, and it was just a total moonshot. A, a moon moonshot
0: by t- uh, textbook uh, definition. Yes, yeah.
1: uh, it 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 was up in the air, real high, and just stayed there. Yeah. Uh, it was it was awesome. It was awesome to witness. Uh, yeah, yeah, he looked great. Uh, Lewis looked Lewis looked good too. I mean, he he yeah. was two for two for five with a walk and two doubles.
0: Cedar uh, Rapids Colonels come for the Roy Lewis. Stay for the Alex Kirilov. Yeah, absolutely. He looked good in the field, too. Yeah, he made Uh, a nice play in, uh, you know, one of those innings. The fourth inning, maybe. Yeah. Or the second inning. He also yeah. had a rip in his
1: pants, which I'm not sure where that happened. Yeah, I, we, we missed that. Yeah, I, maybe it happened in that game, or like maybe it happened in a previous game on the road trip, and like they just didn't have uh, <laughs> enough pants. In a ball,
0: yeah, that might be. In a
1: ball, yeah, even for a guy who got a, a nearly seven million dollar signing bonus, like that may uh, that may be true. Yeah. Uh, there was also Randy Wynn. I was going to make a, a Randy Wynn reference uh, <laughs> during the game, but I didn't. Randy Rin. We ended up seeing uh, him on the Cougars' uh, Wall of Fame as a guy who played for Kane County and also made the majors Randy Wynn that is so they, they yeah. had a guy named uh, uh, his first name wasn't Randy though right it was Rin I, what was his first oh, uh, I we, don't we don't have a roster yeah they
0: don't have the, yeah I'd have to yeah. look at my phone I think yeah.
1: it started with an R though but okay. um, anyway, he was he was hitting well. He was hitting well over three hundred. Not a lot of pop for a first baseman. I think he only had two homers. But there was also a dude named Trey Cabbage. Yeah. Uh, we spent the entire game trying to come up with a nickname for Trey Cabbage. Jeremy came up with a pretty good one.
0: Yeah, coleslaw. Uh, coleslaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good so old that, coleslaw. good old
1: coleslaw. So we'll be following him too. He had the the look of a, a player who might make it uh, to the majors. He had a, a pretty. He looked like a big guy, maybe yeah. six two or three. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Seemed like kind of like a muscular guy. Yeah, Um, he was uh, no uh, no batting gloves, which was pretty cool. Oh, I didn't notice that he wasn't wearing batting gloves. No batting gloves. Okay, yeah. Hey, that's Coleslaw, man. Yeah, yeah, that's Coleslaw. Don't wear no batting gloves. No,
1: he. um, So he was a left-handed hitter as well, and uh, you know, I I imagine that when he eventually makes the major leagues and you know uh, achieves stardom, uh, the right field bleachers will be known as the Cabbage Patch.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Um, we also saw a a good. uh, pitching performance by Bailey Ober. Um, yeah,
0: who didn't have great numbers coming into no. the game, but he you could have fooled me. He, yeah. he had a great line, especially g- in one of these uh, A-ball games. Yeah,
1: great line. He was about, what was he listed as, about 6'8". So he's yeah. got the look of a, a guy who might make the majors. And yeah. also he got into a jam in the seventh inning, so uh, it looked like he was going to get lifted from the game. He loaded the bases. Mm-hmm. Um, and he Double, ended up- single, walk. Yeah, but he ended up uh uh he he bearing down and and getting out of that inning. He had two yeah. big strikeouts with the bases loaded and then he got a 6-3 ground out to end it with only one run coming across in that inning.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that was that was that was uh cool to see for sure. With when you go to these minor league games, like you're predominantly there to see the position players because the pitchers are usually getting their brains beaten, but uh Yeah. Bailey Ober was uh yeah, he had a good game. Um, 7 Ks, one walk, two yeah. earned runs. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it was it was real. Uh, it was real good. Uh, and one thing Jeremy and I uh, uh, noticed is that uh, when you go to minor league games, it's almost like again going to a game uh, from like the '70s or '80s, uh, because yeah. um, you know you're going to see relief pitchers pitch two and three innings.
0: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you know, we saw the uh, the relief pitcher for the second pitcher in for the uh, Rapid, for the Cedar Rapids um, pitch two innings of relief. Uh, third guy in for the, uh, or second guy in for the Cougars pitched two and a third. And then the last guy pitched, uh would he pitch like two innings? Yeah,
1: two innings. He had an ugly line, two innings, three hits, two two runs, both earned, two walks. Yeah. Uh and he, his name was Abraham Almonte. So we did we did see Abraham Almonte uh, tonight, yeah. and, uh, which one we're not going to tell you. But yeah. uh yeah, so uh so he pitched also a guy named Peacock. What was his first name? Uh Matt Peacock. Matt Peacock. Don't know if
0: he's related to Brad Peacock.
1: Yeah, I was going to say maybe he got some of like Brad Peacock's bad karma um, yeah, from maybe. that. Uh, but, but yeah, he, uh, he had a real ugly line, four and two thirds, 10 hits, yeah. uh, six runs, five earned. I'll say this, the, uh, the, the Kane County, they're, uh, you know, these pitchers weren't getting a whole lot of help from their defense.
0: No. Yeah. So one of the guys we came to see for the Cougars was, uh, Jez Chizom, uh, Jez Rado Chizom, mm-hmm. uh, b- born in the Bahamas. He's from the Bahamas. Okay. And okay. he was, uh, drafted, um, oh man, names, there was another guy in his same class, that uh, overshadowed him. I can't. Why can't I think of it? But, but he was like a lesser-known guy who kind of came under the radar. He's the number three uh, ranked prospect for the Diamondbacks organization right now, and uh, he didn't have a great game. Three no. took three errors.
1: Three errors. Um, yeah. Take uh, a- the
0: shit out of it.
1: Yeah. After that. Uh, after that third error, uh, I think most Kane County fans probably wanted to do an Uncle Phil to this uh, this jazz <laughs> after that. Uh, <laughs> after that one uh, after that after that last one that's a good one man uh, that's,
0: we should have we should have led with that that's you.
1: yeah 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 uh, <laughs> so um, so anyway I I do think, from watching Chisholm, he's a little guy, but he had nine homers, so obviously yeah. he's got some pop. Uh, I, I I do think that maybe number three is a little bit high for him to be right now, as far as their overall rankings. I mean, we got sure. a small sample size of only one game. Yeah. Um, he looks like, you know, judging by his defense, he's not ready to play shortstop at the major league No, level. he
0: definitely has some more growing to do. Like, yeah. he, he definitely is going to have to probably put on some more muscle. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, you know, yeah, he could, you know. Yeah,
1: he could. He could be something. Uh, they also had a guy named Grote John. Uh, he didn't do much. <laughs> he made a he made a nice catch out in left field. He was the left yeah, fielder for Kane County. Double um, stop. Yeah, didn't uh, catch. didn't do didn't do much in the game, but had a good name. Had one of those good minor league names.
0: Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I mean, uh, Akil Badu, yep. not not uh, no relation to Erica Badu. Uh, different spelling, and as, as a matter of fact, um, was a center fielder for uh, the Colonels. He was in the top thirty ranking. He was a,
1: was he a second round draft pick?
0: Um, oh, I believe. Oh, yeah, he was a supplemental. He was a compensation round B draft pick, which I think is the second. Yeah, between the second and third rounds.
1: Yeah, he, he made a nice catch in center field too. If I if I recall correctly. Yeah. Um,
0: but um, yeah, Jose Miranda. At, he was playing third. They they have him listed as a second baseman, but he played third base, and he made a nice diving stop as well. Okay. Um, he was he's in there like top prospects and stuff. So like there was some good stuff, and there was actually even a couple of prospects uh, in the top thirty for um, Cedar Rapids that didn't get into the game. Uh, Jacob Pearson, who was acquired from the Angels last year, like we uh, we didn't get to see him, but um, yeah. So like really yeah, we were there for the uh, for the prospects. Um, and not those other things that, uh, we listed before. Yeah.
1: And we, we, uh, we were going to maybe try to get some autographs, but the situation was not <laughs> what it was in Beloit.
0: No, I think, yeah, we're finding out that Beloit is really the place to go to get your autographs. Um, so, uh, you know, which is tantamount to just standing on the sidewalk and uh-huh. waiting for the, and knowing that these guys are going to have to like walk by you. Yes. Um, This one, uh, you know, and granted, we got there late. Probably that's the time to get the autographs is early on. Mm -hmm. So we got there late. Uh, We we waited around to see if, um, you know, there was going to be any um, uh, fan interaction with the the players. And the only thing that we saw was – uh, Alex Kirilov running game with his girlfriend at yeah. home plate. Yeah. <clears throat> um.
1: Uh. So that that yeah that was that was literally it. He may have signed a couple like some people shoved their way
0: in. Yeah. He who may have they? signed like, a couple of them who got there early like yeah they were, like in front. Yeah. He might have done done that. Uh. And then we were like walking around the side and we saw the bus mm-hmm. out there. But the the grounds of the stadium are such that it's almost like in the mid like the stadium is in the middle of a big parking lot and like. There's like the boundary line, um, and like in between there, there's like a shallow, there's like a narrow like drive uh, path, and like that's where the team bus was. And so we kind of walked around there, like you couldn't exit out to that area, and like so we walked around this, we left the stadium and walked around, and like we were looking back there, but it was like it was like if you walked to the back of like a jewel, <laughs> like to the mm-hmm. loading dock or yes. something. Yeah, it was like dimly lit, and there was no one else around, and we thought, uh, like we we were. The players would like, we were as scared as the players probably would have been of us, yeah, uh, like lurking back there. So, like, we thought that that was just maybe crossing the line just a little bit. It, it was, I was game for it, yeah. But... I
1: think Jeremy would have been game for it. It was probably me, more me who, call, who called it off, um, and <laughs> maybe just me being a wuss. I don't know. Well, um, you
0: know, we could have done it for the podcast and saw what happened, but mm-hmm. we probably would have been tackled and beaten severely,
1: possibly arrested, yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, and then another thing I, I remarked to Jeremy. Um, and Jeremy probably would have been able to get me on this is that I, it, it would have been harder to recognize uh, who the
0: players were oh, yeah, for um, sure. if
1: they were just in their street clothes. Yeah, um, that, like.
0: that was my biggest fear is like asking uh, for like Alex Kirilov for his uh, autograph. And then he's like, I'm cabbage. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, cabbage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did come up with a nickname for you, but uh-huh. uh, I'll save it for. Another hey, could you time. sign this coleslaw? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, were you saying can you sign this and sign it coleslaw or sign this jar of coleslaw? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have this <laughs> jar of coleslaw for you to sign. Don't ask me why. Um. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I don't know. It was cool. It was. It was very cool to see. Like I was saying, to Jack. The fact that we dealt with with. Friggin' crazy traffic, and then we missed the top of the first inning, and we missed the bobblehead. was almost uh, tempered by how good of a game Kirloff had, and getting to see Royce Lewis make some nice plays. So it was a cool game to to go to, for sure.
1: It was, and we we had great seats. It was a beautiful night for baseball. Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, really no complaints. We had a really good uh, experience. It was a lot different from Beloit. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot different. a completely different. different atmosphere.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell, like, the different vibes. Like, And granted, it was colder and, like, rainy that game, mm-hmm. but, like... Yeah there's a whole different thing going on in in uh King uh, County.
1: Yeah same league big difference. Um yeah, there was we, one more thing that happened. Jeremy yeah, well, didn't want to Jeremy didn't want to justify it on I didn't want to give this guy but the I think time it's I think it it's it was it was funny to me. Yeah well so. we had a
0: better day than this guy. So this uh-huh. there was a group of like 20 somethings like walking out and yeah, like, yeah it's funny like we, we were all those guys but like uh, at one point in our lives I mean, They now, were
1: probably 22 23 maybe a little older than that. They weren't they weren't like super young. Yeah. No
0: no exactly. Um uh, but like, yeah, now you see them and you hate them and yeah. then you find them annoying. But like this group of like, yeah, like dudes and like they were with their, their girls or whatever. And like, they were walking out and there were these like parking, they're not traditional parking cones. They were like these parking divider things that like, I, I, am not gonna be able to explain them, but they're, they're like stand up straight and they go up about, they're probably about like four feet high or something like that. Or maybe maybe even taller than maybe like five feet high or something with like legs and like they kind of wobble back and forth. But like they're like parking dividers. They're like orange and they're meant for like, you know, directing, like telling you where to drive or something like that. Um, so he was like walking. I don't know if he was like texting or what. I don't know if he did it on purpose. Like sometimes these freaking guys who are like have like no, like they don't have anything interesting to say. So they'll like run into something to try to make like to be funny or something. So like he like, And I've done that myself as well, but I, you know, whatever. He like ran into this parking thing, and it hit him in the face. And then he goes like, "Oh my! Oh fuck!" (laughs) Like he said it like loud like that. And like his friends were like laughing at him, and they were were just being like, uh, you know, doofuses or something. And there was a woman next to them, like a mother who was like maybe in her like late 40s or something. She's like, "I have a kid here," and they're like, and he's like. Uh okay, sorry, I just hit my face. Uh-huh. And, like, so, like, I don't know. Like, I don't... I, but this guy was... I said, it's stupid people acting stupid. Yeah. So, like, whatever. This guy, like, annoyed me. Like, I maybe he ran into it on purpose, but maybe he was just trying to be, like, a goofball or something. Yeah. But uh, I didn't want to give him the time of day, but it's something that happens. He so was, we'll like, a it.
1: younger version of the Amuncular Banker.
0: Yeah, probably. He's, he's, he's on his way um, there uh, mm-hmm. soon. So... Um, but yeah, that's, you know, that was the experience, uh, in a nutshell, I guess, not in a nutshell, but, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's probably going to wrap things up. Um, just, uh, a couple, just a couple things I wanted to, to mention really quick. Uh, thank you for all the tweets and things that you've been forwarding us to our Twitter account. We got some, uh, listener Ben who we mentioned before, but I didn't follow up with him on the, uh, Johnsonville brats, but he, he's sending us some great videos. Uh, he sent us a video, the video of Matt Latos starting the brawl. It was a Can-Am League game, so Canadian-American League game, I guess. Who knows what's going on there? But he's starting brawls. Matt Latos is a friggin' tattooed idiot. <laughs> um, so he, he's starting brawls, but Ben, uh, listener Ben sent us that video. He sent us the Milwaukee Brewers Dumb and Dumber video, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like, we could talk about that for 15, 20 minutes, but, like, Jesus, Brent Suter, who knew? Mm-hmm. He's really Did you get to watch it yet?
1: Uh, I have not got to watch it. You gotta see it.
0: It's crazy. Like he he's going for it. Um, so I'm not even a big I do not I don't I've only seen Dumb and Dumber like once, but like he was really going for it. Uh, listener Zach was sending us some good stuff, talking to us about some games that he's been to. We got into a Twitter exchange about how much we dislike Lance uh, Berkman. Um, so we'll have to
1: talk about that on a future podcast. We'll have to talk about that on a
0: future podcast. We, okay. future podcast. we also had um, Listener Molly, who uh, should be producer Molly, um, tweeting in with some stuff, or like mentioning some stuff. Uh, she was at game six and seven of the 03 NLCS, so she saw, like we were talking about baseball bucket lists, mm-hmm. she saw some dark times <laughs> in the bucket lists. It's probably two of the worst Cubs games ever in the history. Those are
1: very famous games, I, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, she was at the Barman game, and she was at the game after that, mm-hmm. so, um, but uh, yeah, you know... Um, Definitely, you know, we'll, we'll mention again. Find us on uh, the internet, uh, raindelaytheater.com. Uh, email us at raindelaypod at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at raindelaypod. Uh, you know, we'd love to we, – we talked about the baseball bucket list um, before. Send us your bucket list, and we'd love to talk about it on the air. Send uh, us just, some old player names. We'd love to talk yeah, about them. We'd yeah. love it. Send us – yeah, no, I, and that's legit. Like, I think we think we've said on this podcast but nothing makes me smile more than hearing the name of an old baseball player mm-hmm. so like so if you want us to, to, to wax poetically about uh, a baseball player from the 80s or 90s just send us a name uh, you know uh, it's you know we love to hear that stuff so mm-hmm. yeah share your tales with us if you've been to any of these stadiums if you know any of these weird characters that we're talking about you know let us know we'd love to hear about it um, but yeah send us those bucket lists and we'll, we'll we can get to them on a future episode.
1: Yeah. So so so, for, so until next time, we don't know what what game we're going to next. Yeah. We don't have a we don't have an, uh, a, a a topic for a possible mini-sode. But we're gonna come we're gonna come up with that, and <laughs> we'll know, get back to you. It's
0: funny when we hear these. I feel like we've signed off on a lot of episodes with like we don't know where we're going next. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm like we don't have to say that. <laughs> no, I guess we don't. <laughs> but it's fair. No, that's you know you're getting the inner workings of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll be going to a game very soon, and uh, we'll be getting that to you. But probably a mini-sode coming next from that jack we got through all this in an hour and a half that's only like 10 minutes longer than like our last episode i like it we're becoming more efficient we are and that's uh we're passing the savings on to you the listener so uh for jack Swakowski
1: uh and for jeremy Dionisio. (laughs) uh
0: we are rain delay pod and uh we'll see you next time bye bye